Welcome to the Legal Toolkit, where you'll get the latest trends and legal business initiatives that help you manage your law firm every day. Hear from the experts setting the standards for legal, insurance, compliance, and tools of the profession. You're listening to the Legal Talk Network. Here's the host of the Legal Toolkit, Jared Correa. Hey there, welcome back to another singular episode of the Legal Toolkit here on the Legal Talk Network. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Jared Correa, and in addition to being the conductor of this runaway freight train of great law practice advice, I'm also the law practice advisor with Massachusetts LOMAP. LOMAP provides free and confidential law practice management consulting services to Massachusetts attorneys. For more information on LOMAP's offerings, visit our website at masslomap.org or like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash masslomap. So before we start in earnest here, I'd like to take some time to thank our sponsors, Clio, for web-based practice management. Find out more at goclio.com. And Carbonite Business, online backup for your law office. Carbonite Business backs up your files automatically and continually, so you're always protected. Try it free at carbonite.com and get two free months with offer code TOOLKIT. On the Legal Toolkit, we provide you each month with a new tool to add to your own legal toolkit, so your practices will become more and more like best practices. And today on the Legal Toolkit is no different, as we're going to take a look at practice management and cloud trends. My guest today is Jack Newton, co-founder and CEO of Clio. As an experienced business leader, software developer, and entrepreneur, Jack provides strategic vision for Clio and is helping to raise the profile of cloud computing in the legal profession. Welcome to the Legal Toolkit, Jack. Thanks for having me. Now, we've got to be nice to Jack, since, as you know, he's a show sponsor. I've got all my softball questions lined up, and we're going to toss them out now. Um, Jack, what is law practice management? Uh, Well, I think law practice management uh, means different things to different people, but uh, there's certain common threads that you run across all law practice management software. And basically, they allow you to organize your law practices data in a cohesive, centralized fashion that lets you easily access the data you need when you need it and allows you to track your time accurately and and generate bills and and basically undertake the the day-to-day workflow of running a law practice all within one uh, one software system one distinguishing feature of many practice management systems is that they are what are called matter centric so that your data the hub of all of your data is a, a matter or a case and everything that's in the practice management system links to the matter. So you'll have clients linked to the matter. You'll have other contacts uh, with other kinds of relationships linked to the matter. So maybe you want to track opposing counsel, judge, witness, and so on. You can keep track of all of those relationships to the matter. Uh, You might have documents. Uh, If you're doing a patent application, for example, you might have the actual patent application and workflows and diagrams and so on. Uh, attached to the matter. Uh, You'd be attaching your own time that you've invested into working on the matter uh, to the matter. And and finally, you would have bills linked to the matter. So I think one way you can visualize a practice management system is a a data management system that makes the the hub of all of the data in this system uh, the matter and all of the ancillary data that you would want to link to that matter, the uh, the spokes of the uh, of the hub. It's a good analogy. 
Um, and, you know, uh, folks that come into my office, I always tell them, you know, you really got to consider a law practice management system uh, for your office. But you say it so much more artfully than I do. Well, I think you make a, you make a good point. And I also believe uh, every lawyer should be using a, a, a practice management system. And the, mm. the data I've seen in various studies and so on indicates that the, the engagement rate, the usage rate uh, of, of practice management systems within within the typical office is only at about 30%. So I, I think you and I have our jobs cut out for us in terms of spreading the word and, <laughs> and trying to convince lawyers that they should be using practice management systems uh, to run their practice. Yeah, room to grow. Um, so I guess the primary question then uh, for an attorney would be, why would you want a practice management system versus an email system like an Outlook or a Gmail for a web-based system or a, a spreadsheeting program like Excel or something like that? Right. Well, I, I think you've just described what the other 70% uh, of, of lawyers <laughs> consider their, their practice management system. And it's really more mm. of an ad hoc or a make-do practice management than a, a true practice management system. And I, I think where these systems, to be clear, I think using a system like Outlook or having your, uh, an Excel spreadsheet tracking your matters and your time and a Word document tracking what you've you've done on various matters is better than not doing anything at all. It's at least sure. a system. But I, I think those systems have many failings. One is that they're not matter-centric. So when you organize your schedule in Outlook uh, and you organize your tasks in Outlook and you put tasks in Outlook and so on, it's really individual-centric. So it's focused on you, not your your matters. So all of your data basically lives in... Uh, a bunch of different islands, I guess, and, and your, your tasks, uh, all the tasks that relate to one specific matter don't necessarily interrelate to one another in in Outlook. And if you wanted a centralized view of your Outlook data where you say, I want to see all the calendar items that I have for this matter and all of the tasks for this matter, and, and furthermore, you want to collaborate with your staff. So if you're if you're a solo uh, even with with one support staff, or if you're a five-person law firm, there's more than one person working on that matter, and uh, Outlook makes it very hard to get that cohesive view of of what's going on in your practice. So the fact that there's no mm -hmm. matter-centric view of the data is a is a major shortcoming, and you also end up having to link a variety of different systems. So you have to uh, try to link the data that you've got in Excel. Uh, to to Outlook and so on. And maybe you need to try to link those to Word documents, and it just becomes very very cumbersome over time. And it's not it's not scalable as you grow your uh, grow your law law practice. And mm -hmm. and finally, I guess, and maybe this is the the strongest case for moving to a true practice management system is the efficiency gains that they can deliver. So I've talked to many lawyers that have used an an ad hoc system like Excel for for tracking their time and. They've told me they spend three to four days at the end of every month tabulating entries from Excel into mm -hmm. a, an invoice that they can send to their clients. And it, it's just a huge productivity loss. With a practice management system, you can typically move from the time you've tracked through the month to a very professional bill with two or three mouse clicks that will take you you know, under half an hour to generate your bills, maybe even under five minutes to, to generate your bills as opposed to, to three or four days. So that's the case for moving to a, a true practice management system. 
Uh, pretty good. And, you know, most people I talk to who haven't tried it yet, I, I think the real selling point for them as well is that matter centricity. You, you don't know how much easier you have it once you get those spokes tied to that hub. And um, one, Exactly. So. And once you have that hub, you can do things like conflict screening very easily. Mm-hmm. Whereas if your data is living in a bunch of different islands, doing a good job of, of conflict screening is, is virtually impossible. So it, it does impact your your ability to to practice ethically even uh, when you're using a yep. um, a decentralized system like Outlook and Excel and so on. Absolutely. All right. So then let's talk about solutions in this field. Uh, what's out there for products with respect to law practice management? So the good news is there's a ton of choice. There's a lot of different products out there, and I'll I'll divide them into two major categories. There's the <laughs> the traditional desktop based systems that have been around for 20 plus years, you know, they're very mature products uh, with, a, with a lot of functionality, uh, typically very, very broad scope and a lot of depth in their feature set. And then mm-hmm. there's the cloud-based options, the web-based options that um, I guess to, to paint with a broad brush tend to take a little bit more of a uh, less is more approach to the, the software design. They, they tend to be a little bit simpler and as a result, a little bit easier to use. But uh, may in in some cases be lacking the functionality you would see on the uh, on the desktop side, some of the more advanced mm-hmm. functionality at least. So mm-hmm. on the desktop side, there's uh, products like Time Matters from uh, from LexisNexis. There's Amicus Attorney, which is from uh, Gavel and Gown Software. Now, there's Abacus. There's there's PC Law. Um, so there's there's a ton of of choices on the on the traditional desktop side of the equation. These mm-hmm. products range from, you know, a thousand dollars to a few thousand dollars, typically in terms of their pricing as a, as a step in cost and then have a usually yearly subscription fee to support and other, uh, ancillary services on yep. the cloud side. Uh, there's, there's Clio, which is, uh, which is my company. Uh, and there's a variety of, of competitors to, to Clio that are out there that I think are, are great products as well. So there's Rocket Matter, uh, Houdini-esque. Uh, uh, there's even the, the big companies, the, the big players like LexisNexis are, are getting into the game. Uh, Firm Manager was a recent release uh, mm-hmm. by, uh, by LexisNexis that brought them into the, the cloud as well. Um, and we're seeing new products come out every year in the in the cloud-based practice management space uh, so there's there's a great selection of options today and it's it's growing growing all the time yeah now um, and we maintain a, a list that gets larger and larger seemingly by the week <laughs> uh, exactly <laughs> in our office you know, there's there's a lot of little there, there's huge companies like thomson reuters that have solutions for this space and i, I mm-hmm. there's little ma and pa companies that are literally the result of a lawyer deciding, you know what, I've got a different take on how to solve this practice management problem. And yeah. either they learn how to code or, or hire somebody to, to write a little program for them. So you're right, it's an ever-expanding list. Grasping for that 70% remaining market share. That's right. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the cloud-based options then, um, like Clio. Uh, what are some of the cloud-based programs out there uh, that you've already mentioned, and how do those appeal to lawyers? Well, I think that... Uh, I mean, we've seen a huge explosion in interest in the cloud just in the last three years. So Clio launched, uh, actually October 1st, just a, a couple of days ago, uh, was our uh, our anniversary. 
uh, of turning. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, we, we had a little party in the office and uh, um, are really thrilled with, with where the company has come in the last three years. And what, what's really blown me away personally is when we launched our beta back in early 2008, uh, the concept of web-based practice management software is basically completely unknown. Uh, we were the mm. first company on uh, in this space and had a lot of educating to do as well. We really had to educate the market around what web-based practice management is and what some of the benefits are. And so mm. in, in, in the intervening three years, I've now talked to you know, thousands of, of customers about what they like about the cloud and in general, and Clio in particular. And one of the top things I hear about all the time is uh, the fact that the major advantage of the cloud is that your data is accessible anywhere, anytime mm -hmm. you need it on any device, whether it's your desktop computer, your laptop, your iPhone, your BlackBerry, or, or increasingly the, the iPad. And the fact that you've got your data with you in a, in a mobile practice, and, and lawyers are increasingly... Uh, mobile, they need to get the, to their data in the in the courthouse. They need to get to their data at at home, at their law office, um, even on vacation. If something urgent crops up, that freedom and that reassurance that you've got your data in a safe, secure place that uh, that you can get to from from any device is a a major major selling point. Mm -hmm. uh, another major advantage of the cloud, I think that that resonates with a lot of people, is the fact that it's a uh, a month-to-month -month subscription model rather than a large upfront purchase. So I think one of the reasons that we see law practice management software adoption at, at only 30% is the fact that the step-in cost is so large. Uh, mm -hmm. With many of the tr traditional programs, you can be talking about a, a cumulative bill when you look at all of your hardware costs, uh, buying servers, buying backup devices, buying firewalls, licensing the software, and so on, that, that bill can easily get into the tens of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And that's money that a lot of law offices don't have to spend. Whereas the step-in cost for cloud-based solutions is typically on the order of, of tens of dollars a month that you just pay on a go-forward basis. So mm -hmm. using Clio as an example, uh, it's $50 a, a month uh, per attorney, $25 per month per support staff. So, you know, b there's there's so little resistance to the the, the price point. Uh, and you're up and running fast. You know, with a cloud-based solution, there's no implementation cycle. You don't hire, have to hire a, an expensive consultant to help you get the software implemented. You're, you're basically off to the races as soon as you finish the sign-up process. So I, I think yeah. all of those factors are what are contributing to uh, a really explosive growth rate for, for cloud-based practice management solutions. Yeah, absolutely. With so many uh, solo small firm attorneys coming up now, that, that uh, ability to pay on a subscription basis is uh, a, a good hook for them. Um, now, let's pause for a short respite here. Uh, but when we come back, we'll have more with Jack Newton. And now a word from our sponsors, Clio and Carbonite Business. Backing up your business files can be a hassle, and it's hard to know if you're doing it right. That's why more law offices are using Carbonite Business Online Backup. With Carbonite Business, your files are backed up automatically and continually. They're stored safely off-site, and each employee can access their backed-up files privately on any computer or on their smartphone or iPad. Try it free at Carbonite.com and get two free months with offer code TOOLKIT. That's Carbonite.com offer code TOOLKIT. Want to stay in touch with the Legal Talk Network and get our shows automatically? 
RSS provides home delivery. You don't have to remember where to click. The good stuff comes right to you automatically and free. Just go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and hit the RSS button at the top of the page. It says our podcast feeds. Now you'll be all set. You can advertise with us at Legal Talk Network and have your own commercial play in this podcast. Just give us a call anytime at 781-551-9960 or shoot us an email at admin at LegalTalkNetwork.com. We're glad you're listening to Legal Talk Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, too. Hi, my name is Kay Kenny from Legal Talk Network, and I'm joined by Jack Newton, president of Clio. Jack is going to talk to us about the role of security in cloud computing. Jack, what about security? Are there any ethical or security-related concerns that need to be addressed with cloud computing? We're starting to see the first ethics opinions come out on cloud computing, and the early proposed ethics opinions like that from the North Carolina State Bar indicate that there are no ethical issues relating to the use of cloud computing in a law firm, but that as with the use of any third-party provider, an appropriate amount of due diligence needs to be undertaken to verify that the provider you're using has implemented an adequate level of security and privacy precautions and is essentially taking due care with your confidential client data. We've been talking to Jack Newton president of Clio. Thank you so much, Jack. Thank you. And if you'd like to get more information on Clio, feel free to visit www.goclio.com. That's G-O-C-L-I-O.com. All right. Welcome back to the second half of what is turning out to be another just enthralling and stellar episode of the Legal Toolkit, but what else did you expect on the Legal (laughs) Talk Network? Today, I'm joined by Jack Newton, who's the co-founder and CEO of Clio. And we're talking about uh, law practice management systems and cloud. Um, so, Jack, time for a hard question here. Um, a number of attorneys that I talk to do have some misgivings about the clouds, and uh, those are basically uh, organized around security. So client uh, attorneys are worried about their client's data, how secure is it, and they're also worried generally about the ethics of using a cloud-based program. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Can you set these folks at ease? Yeah, absolutely. So one what, what may sound like an audacious claim, but, but I, I do firmly <laughs> believe in, is that your data in, in most cases will be safer in the cloud than it is on your on-premise system. So if you're storing your data, practice management data, in, in the cloud, it's vulnerable to many fewer risks than the data sitting in your server, in the, the server closet, in the, the back of your office. Um, and that's both the, the risks from from hackers and in, in cyberspace and and risks physically as well, uh, where you know it's just so much harder to break in to a, a a tier four cloud computing facility than it would be to the typical solo or small firm law office. Um, mm-hmm. Some data I can use to to support this claim is uh, data from the the health sector actually. So as you may know, the the health sector has the uh, um, the HIPAA Act, the, the Health Ins- Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. And, yep. and one of the great things about this act is any, uh, any HIPAA-regulated agent has to report a data breach uh, that affects more than 500 individuals back to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Uh, so th- this is confidential uh, patient data that is just as sensitive as as the kind of data lawyers are concerned about storing. And what what was interesting is this a study of every data breach over the last uh, three years uh, that that exceeded that 500 individuals impacted threshold. 
uh, over 80% of those breaches were the result of uh, physical theft of USB drives, laptops, hmm. uh, servers, and so on. And, and basically the result of an employee walking around with data on a physical device and that device being stolen uh, or lost. And, and we've all heard the cases of the, the USB drive full of uh, sensitive data that's been left at an airport or, <laughs> or whatever the case might be. And those are the kinds of data breaches that the typical solo or small firm has to be worried about as well. The benefit to moving your data into the cloud is it's, your data is stored in, in a system that is physically secured uh, with the, the kind of security that Fort Knox has in terms of the physical security around the building. Um, it, it's electronically secured from um, from cyber attacks with uh, you know high grade firewalls, daily security audits, and so on. And from your end, you're accessing all of your data on the cloud. You type in your your password to access your your cloud based practice management data. And if you lose your your laptop, there's actually no sensitive data sitting on your laptop. It's all stored in the the cloud, and so I, I do really believe that your data is safer in the cloud because all of the most typical data breach scenarios are more or less eliminated by the fact that you're not having to tote data around on a laptop or a USB key. Uh, you don't need the server uh, in your office anymore, so you therefore don't have a server that's vulnerable to uh, to theft and and so on. So that that's my personal opinion on on cloud versus on-premise security and the good news i guess is that the aba north carolina and a variety of other states are uh coming to similar conclusions around around cloud computing and and point out that it is uh an opportunity to actually reduce uh liability to to data uh data loss data theft and so on but that a mm. key component uh, a key aspect of of choosing a cloud computing provider for any attorney should be an appropriate due diligence process where you're uh, the the kind of sweeping claims I made about physical security and electronic security and so on are of course vendor specific. I can tell you exactly mm -hmm. what uh, we're implementing at Clio on that front, but those are all choices we've made individually as a company. So your responsibility as an attorney is to perform an appropriate amount of due diligence on whatever provider or providers you're, you're choosing as a, a cloud computing solution and ask the appropriate questions around physical security, electronic security, data availability, data openness, backup, and, and so on. Very thoughtful, Jack. Uh, you may be the only person I've ever spoken to who's used an adjective great to describe HIPAA. <laughs> uh, well, I think so just a quick uh, point on, on yeah, HIPAA. Yeah. I think the, the really great thing about HIPAA is it does provide this transparency into data breaches that do occur, whereas data breaches are typically something companies aren't willing to talk about and will just just hide. Yeah. So it's a treasure trove of information for for people like me that want to understand where where data breaches are happening. Yeah. Uh, well, um, all right. So let's talk generally now. Um, so what trends do you see in the cloud? And uh, what does the future of the cloud look like to you? In terms of trends, I, I think, you know, as you and I both talked about earlier, there's uh, an increasing proliferation of, of solutions that are based in the cloud. So we're going to see more and mm -hmm. more products that are uh, both general purpose business solutions for the cloud as well as 
products tailored to uh, to lawyers to lawyers specifically. So there's going to be an explosion of of alternatives for um, for cloud-based solutions. And if you're using something that requires on-premise hardware or software, mm-hmm. uh, someday that will no longer be required because a cloud-based solution will will replace it. And that will be everything from phone systems that are are moving to PBX into the cloud to practice management systems that are moving your your practice into the cloud. Uh, another major trend that I see is client collaboration. So we're we're now starting to leverage the fact that this software is living on the web. And if we if we realize that now now that your practice management system is in the web, what kinds of of new workflows can exist because that practice management system is sitting in the web and client collaboration is an obvious, uh, an obvious new opportunity for practice management software. So rather than the data living in the, the walls of your server with your on-premise solution, uh, you can now selectively make pieces of your data available to your clients. So if you upload some work product to your practice management system, uh, to the document management system, for example, and now want to share that document with your client and get some feedback on the document, that can now all be done within uh, your practice management system that's based in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, online invoicing would be another example where you can now send uh, your client's bills electronically over the web. Uh, should you be engaging with your clients in real-time chat to work through aspects of a case and so on? So I think we'll start to see web-enabled technologies uh, start to trickle into the products that, that lawyers are using. Now, uh, on the order of workflows, which is a good point, a new sort of system of uh, accessing these programs creates new workflows. Any other new workflows that you can think of that the cloud is going to bring about? Well, I think that one... One big opportunity for uh, for lawyers is to make themselves more available over over the web. So look to systems that can increase your online presence and increase your accessibility on the web. Uh, you know, people are really hesitant to pick up a phone these days. Uh, they they really want to try to find their solutions on the web. They're using Google uh, to find to find lawyers, and once they find you and find your website make it easy for them to do things like book an appointment with you through, through your website. Make it easy for them to uh, enroll themselves as a new client, have a client intake form that has, your, uh, has all your information, allows the users to input their information so that they're automatically uh, created as a client in your practice management system. Make it so that if, if you're filling out a document for the client, uh, perhaps there's opportunities for them to to save some costs and for you to save some time uh, by having them enter some of their information over the web using one of the document automation systems that's out there. Uh, so I, I do think that there will be uh, a huge number of new opportunities for for lawyers to create new workflows and streamline client collaboration workflows using these web technologies. Yeah, and ultimately, lawyers know, love nothing more than new clients. <laughs> so that, the cloud can right. help them get those. <laughs> Make it easy for them to become a new client. Absolutely. So, Jack, this has been great. Obviously, we could talk for eight, nine, ten hours about this, but uh, hopefully you've made the cloud less cloudy for some of the folks out there listening. And on that note, uh, that'll do it for this edition of the Legal Toolkit. Remember that you can check out all of our shows at LegalTalkNetwork.com. My thanks goes to Jack Newton today, a busy man, uh, for taking the time to appear on the show. Uh, So, Jack, if any of our listeners want to find out more about you or more about Clio, how would they go about doing so? I think the best place would probably be our website if they go to www. Uh, 
goclio.com. That's G-O-C-L-I-O.com. Uh, they'll be able to find out more about Clio and more about more about me. Yeah, and, and I'll say that you can uh, read Jack writing on these issues of cloud computing uh, in various places on the web, and his uh, written commentary is just as thoughtful as his oral commentary that he's delivered here today. Um, now, don't forget to join us next time when we'll have another great radio program right here on the Legal Toolkit. Good night and grease for peace. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to The Legal Toolkit. You can subscribe to the RSS feed and hear Jared every month right here on the Legal Talk Network. If you're a lawyer running a solo or small firm and you're looking for other lawyers to talk through issues you're currently facing in your practice, join the Unbillable Hours Community Roundtable, a free virtual event on the third Thursday of every month. Lawyers from all over the country come together and meet with me, lawyer and law firm management consultant Christopher T. Anderson, to discuss best practices on topics such as marketing, client acquisition, hiring and firing, and time management. The conversation is free to join, but requires a simple reservation. The link to RSVP can be found on the unbillable hour page at LegalTalkNetwork.com. We'll see you there.